Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Do The Thing Dating Experiment. This is your host, Stacey Lauren. So, oh my gosh, this has been so much fun getting to do this new podcast because there's something really special about being able to really connect with another person about what they're looking for in a partner. And I especially love it when someone's already had life experience because you're taking into this new relationship and into your new life with what you really want from who you are now and not who you were 20 years ago. So it's a really special time for us to be able to connect and really share another person and who they are at their core and what they really want. Because that's what's so nice about being single now and being able to be free to have all the choices in the world and to really dive in deeper into what you want. So anyway, it's been so much fun. And our next guest is unbelievable. She has been part of the Do The Thing Challenge. We did an episode last week on her amazing abilities with cooking and social emotional learning and kids. And I just told her right before this podcast that I'm actually cooking a meal right now because of her inspiration on the episode that we did. And so her gift of being able to make things simple for people and help them understand things in such a a really clear way is also something I'm excited about with her as well. So I'm so excited to welcome Sally to the show. Hi, Sally. Thank you, Stacey. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to do this. It's been exciting for me to be a part of the things that you are putting together. And I'm learning and growing along the way. And I just appreciate having the opportunity to be here very much so. Oh, good. Thanks for saying that. It's funny because I still don't know if I'm only going to have people that have done the challenges on this new podcast or oh, if I'm going to uh -huh. open it up into the world yet. But it is great to get to connect with the people that have done the challenges because you've already gone through the growth. Right. Yeah. A lot of growth happens in those challenges. So if I can encourage people to do them, I personally, with my lifestyle, really enjoyed the 17th day. And I still have a few things to catch up on before our Monday get together for celebration. But I will say that the the dares that you do in the challenges are not, they don't seem difficult. They're not super time consuming or anything, but they're deep. And I really, I really enjoyed them. And I think that you've done an excellent job of putting things out there that are easy to do easy to think about doing, but they do cause a depth. You, you, you have to look inside a little bit before you answer those questions. And then when you read other people's responses, it causes you to even look a little deeper. And so even though it's only 17 days and it's compact, I learned so much about myself that I didn't ever think about before. So I appreciated it and I had a lot of fun doing it. I was very nervous joining that group. I've never done anything like this before. And so I, I liked the format. I loved the people that were part of that group. And I think that you've created a really great community that's very honest and open and genuine in what they're doing. Yeah, I love that you said that. And it's interesting that you're bringing this up now because I just interviewed Dr. Nancy DeAndrade yesterday for this new podcast uh -huh. about why she thinks it would be good. And then I asked her, what would be the number one thing you would think someone could do 
before meeting a partner? What would be the thing? And she was like, oh, for them to get to know themselves. And I'm like, oh, perfect. That's what we're doing with the challenges (laughs) is getting to know yourself. Because when you know yourself, that's when you're able to come into a relationship as the most authentic version of you and not who someone thinks you should be or who you think you should be for someone else. Right. Yes. Very true. Very true. Well, okay. So on that note, I'd love to ask you, what brought you here? So when I said, I'm doing this new podcast, it's the Do The Thing Dating Experiment. I'd love to sit down and talk with you. And you raised your hand. And I'm curious, what made you say yes? What made me say yes was the fact that when you have been introducing this idea and this podcast, you have mentioned a few times that this is something that if you are participating in the online dating world, it could be something that you could add to your profile or share with people, maybe not right off the bat on your profile, but maybe if someone you're, you begin a conversation with someone, it would give you the opportunity to maybe share a little bit deeper about who you are. And then I like the idea that I will have this and I can view it as well and see myself. And I know I'm going to learn things today. And I know I'm going to learn things about myself that I'm going to be looking at further after we're done today and thinking about. So that's what brought me to say, yeah, I'll do this. You also asked a question in our, or maybe it was in a bonus there. I'm not sure, but there was a question in our do the thing singles community about What's keeping you from meeting that person? And I haven't answered that question yet. And honestly, I didn't know how to answer it. And so I wondered if I would find out more about that in digging a little deeper, because I I don't know if I'm doing something that's preventing that. I feel like I'm out there. I'm really interested. I'm ready. But then there's a part of me that is not ready. And I don't know if that's a fear. I don't know if that is, I don't know what it is. So I thought maybe I need to learn some more before I can answer that question. I love, I love that you did, that you're waiting and you're kind of waiting for that moment. And what's really cool, and this is why I'm, inc- and not to get off track of what we're doing, but I'm encouraging you to do your podcast because obviously you inspired yes. me now to make yeah. <laughs> this really nutritious, cool meal is because once you are thinking about something, the librarian in your mind is already working and the question has been posed and now you're activating your voice and we're talking about it. And so yeah. then all of a sudden, who knows what's going to, come from it. Yeah. So it's it's exciting. Yeah. yeah. I think not just in dating, but in life in general, that's where we need to be is instead of thinking we know the answer, dig a little deeper and see if there's more in there than you think there is. So, Love it. And if there isn't, there isn't. But if there is, you'll find that. So yeah, I really like that. Okay. So I'd love to hear about you. So tell us all about yourself. So I am Sally Connor. I am 56 years old. I'll be 57 in two weeks. I am in a great time in my life, I feel. I'm enjoying this time in my life. I have been married twice. My first marriage, I was 19 years old and right out of school. And we were married for 15 years had four kids together, four beautiful, wonderful kids, two boys, two girls. They're all grown up 
and they have blessed me with six grandchildren. So I'm very, I love spending time with my grandchildren. They're a very big part of my life and I enjoy them so much. And I will say to parents right now that that is the greatest blessing of, of raising kids. It's you get to enjoy those grandkids. So my second marriage, I was divorced for eight years, I think, before I met my second partner. And we were together for 11 years. We were married for six of those years. And then we separated and divorced. It'll be two years in August. So it's a very amicable separation. We are friends. We get along fine. And I will say I'm also friends with my my children's dad, which took a long time to get there, but we're there now. And so those two people are still very important to me in my life in the respect that they're my friends and I care deeply about them. So I also, after the end of my second marriage, I spent a year and a half just isolating, I guess you would say. I spent a lot of time working within. I went deep. I really looked at who I was, who I wanted to be, and where I wanted my life to go. I didn't have a social life. I didn't I didn't do much. I just worked in and did a lot of internal growth. I took a lot of courses. I went back to school and finished my bachelor's degree. And I just concentrated on myself. And I began to realize that I had never done that. I got married at 19 and started raising kids. And my focus throughout all of those years, as most people will agree, was my husband and my kids. And I was on that back burner. And then in my second marriage, I very much was a caretaker as well. So I really started to ask myself, there was a question that someone asked me that said, one question was, what do you like to do for fun? And I think that question was also posted in our group. And I thought, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea what I like to do for fun because I do what other people want me to do. I do what the kids like to do. I did what my husband's like to do. And I didn't know. And come to find out, I didn't have any answer. And so I slowly started doing different things to see if I liked it or not. And now I have figured out what I like, what I don't like. And I, you know, as a funny example, I used to watch football and be an avid football fan. But that was my ex-husband's thing. I have not watched one football game other than the Super Bowl since I've been on my own. <laughs> So I began to figure out who I was and how I wanted to spend my time and what my actual interests were. And then I bought a house, which I'm extremely proud of. I had to work very hard to work that out in my new life. And I bought the house I wanted where I wanted to live. And I got all the things that I wanted out of it. And so now I own my own home all on my own for the first time in my adult life. And I love it. It's a reflection of me. It's my quiet space. It's my protected space. And I love it so much. And I work as I change jobs. And now I work in education. I've always worked in education, but now I'm back at a school. And I work with K through fifth grade students developing social and emotional learning skills. 
and I love it. I am so passionate about helping these kids navigate their emotions. And so I also went, once I finished my bachelor's degree, now I am pursuing my master's degree in education with the goal of having my teaching license by the time in a year and a half, I'll have my teaching license in the state of Oregon where I live. And then I will have the opportunity to teach as a classroom teacher if that's what I decide to do. Gives me some different opportunities. And I am also working on obtaining my yoga instructor license with a group that's called Breathe for Change. And it's I'm learning about teaching yoga for social emotional learning and practicing how to regulate ourselves through the practice of yoga. And also to bring that to my fellow coworkers and teachers as something that I can offer as maybe an after school activity to help them regulate and help them just have something all for them. Often we forget what hard job it is for teachers. So I'm doing that as well. And I love every moment of that. So I have a really, I have a very busy life, but I also have a, a somewhat of a very isolated and, and lonely life. Yeah. Do you mean in terms of wanting to do something with someone and having that yeah. partnership? Yeah. Yeah. I very much would love to have a partnership with someone and want to be with someone that also shares a lot of the same passions and, and interests that I do. Not necessarily to copy or mimic one another, but to to be able to support that in each other, that we do whatever it is that is, is important to each of us and to be seen as making a difference. And I think that's what's amazing about finding love again after having experienced other relationships. And I'm saying this because we're mostly doing the over 40s, or at least for now, that's yeah. who I'm focused on. <laughs> because it's just amazing to be able to be a part. I mean, because that's where I am, right? Where it's like you had that prescribed life, you lived for everyone else, and you did everything for yeah. everyone. And now you get to, okay, now it's my turn, right? Where you want to have yeah. a partnership, but then you're coming from a full place. They're coming from a full place because you're vibrating at this high level. So you're going to find someone that matches that same energy you're at now. And then you shoot up together. Whereas if you think of a lot of people when they're meeting someone, especially if it's from like 20 years ago and you're not growing together, then it, and for anyone that's listening to the podcast, I'm using my arms in a weird way for my hands. <laughs> Basically, you could be going down instead of up. And I think that's what's really right. beautiful as you get to know yourself, because then you are able to skyrocket and evolve in a way that's really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's really what I yearn for. Is I often when I'm thinking of the future with someone, I'm picturing a united front. I'm picturing two people that want to build an empire and not necessarily financially speaking or anything like that, but that we wanted to come together and support each other in a way that everything that we're doing is growing and we're challenging each other just enough but supporting each other at the same time. To be in a relationship where you're not challenged, which I have been, is I think equally difficult because you do want that person that will say, well, what about this? What about that? Or could you have done this or that? Or are you are you being your best person? 
And how can I support you to be that instead of just, I don't really care what you do or I didn't say that. Well, I thought you did. No, it's making me think I was just talking to my boyfriend yesterday because I did my first episode and I was, the guest was great, but I just felt like I wasn't on it. And just because it was brand new and I was talking to him about it and he was like, what do you think you could have done differently? And just him asking that question, it got me to think of what I could do differently. And then the second one was so good. So having someone that challenges you in a way that's respectful and that supportive. Like you said, I think you've really yeah. said it beautifully. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, I've experienced where the things that I am passionate about, my work with children, things like that have not been appreciated and understood. So I want a partner that even if they don't understand it in the beginning would be able to say, I want to know more about that. I want to appreciate what you're doing and understand it as much as I can so that I can be supportive to you in that and be able to appreciate the little successes I have here and there. And I do want to say too, I want to be that partner for someone else as well. I want to be able to be happy for someone when they have a great success in their day and and things like that and have that reciprocated back as well. Totally. Yeah, I love it. So let's call out to your future partner. Okay. So who is he? (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) I wish I knew. He is in my age group. He is, I think, and this is probably going to sound really weird, but he has experienced marriage and raising kids and in the same place I am where Kids are on their own doing their thing, but family needs to be important to him. And we need to be able to come together with our family equally. And he needs to be kind and love what he does, whatever that is. Enjoy, I guess, just enjoy life and be able to find I'm very much a, I'm not toxic positive, but I'm very much the glass is half full. I'm very much something that I, I think about every single day is on my way to work, I set my intention. This is how my day is going to be. And then throughout my day, my motto, my, and, and this is the energy I would like to have with a partner is what you're looking for, you will find. So if you are looking for a red Corvette, because that's your passion and you want one, all of a sudden you will see red Corvettes everywhere on the road. So if you apply that same energy to positive, you'll find positive. If you're looking for negative, you'll find it all day long. So I I truly look for positive. I go into my day expecting that I will find positive throughout the whole day. And I would like that in a partner as well, that they would be the type of person that is searching for that positive and acknowledging the positive and celebrating that and bringing that into their life and into the life of others. I love that. I um, Yeah, I want to spend time with someone. These are some of the things I love to do. I love garage sailing. I will stop for a garage sale <laughs> and and maybe this kind of goes with um, 
the things that I do in my work, but I love repurposing things. So I always believe that there is, everything has a use in some way. So I'm also a big secondhand store shopper. I love to find things that I can reuse or give a different life for. I also repurpose furniture. I love to find an old piece, strip it down, repaint it, do things like that and resell those things or keep them for myself a lot of time. I love doing DIY. I My house is in a constant. I have little projects going. I love learning about being able to do new things. I changed all my light fixtures in my kitchen all by myself. And I, I love those types of challenges and learning. So, you know, somebody with a construction background would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> or taller than me so he can get on a ladder and reach things that I can't. <laughs> so, but yeah, just I love those types of things. So it would be great to have a partner that also had those similar interests so we could do those things together and equally enjoy them. I love gardening. I love simple things too. I love just coming home and having a barbecue meal and hanging out. Another big thing in my life is that I am 100% sober. So I almost forgot to mention that because it's so much a part of my life. I don't even think about it anymore. But I have the intention of meeting someone that is also sober or a very, very light drinker. I don't, not that I'm opposed to other people or have a judgment. I can be around it and all of those things. But yeah, we don't, I don't do any marijuana or anything like that in my life. So that's important to me. I also work out and I would like a partner that is equally interested in fitness and would like to go to the gym with me. And I eat relatively healthy. So I would like to have somebody that enjoys healthy eating and is into that and cook for one another and support each other in that area. So good. That's that's great. (laughs) What would be your ideal date? My ideal date? I would love to do something. I would love to go play mini golf or go to, we have a place here called Family Fun Center that's an arcade place. I would love to go do something like that play air hockey, play video games, and and maybe mini golf, bumper cars, or whatever that has. I don't like dinner dates. I feel like that's an immense amount of pressure. And I don't like movie dates because you don't get to talk. And so, yeah, an activity like that where you can have fun, laugh at yourself, laugh with each other, have a good time, and talk and get to know each other. So good. What about your dream date? Oh, dream date. I don't know. Maybe that would be my dream date. I've never gone on a date like that. Mm. I've always gone out to dinner or to a movie or something like that. And I've never done an activity date. Yeah. Like just a non-traditional kind of fun experience. Yeah. 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 I like that. That would be. Yeah. And if it happened to be in Hawaii, no. <laughs> that would be great. That would be great. I've never been there. So <laughs> that actually brings up another another point. Yeah. Do you like to or do you see yourself traveling and stuff? Or do you do you like to travel? I like to travel. I would like to travel. Yeah. With a partner, go traveling and see different places and have vacations and 
things like that. Not a huge camper. And I do like the outdoors, but I'm not into backpacking, hiking, those types of things. But I'll go spend the day at the lake or camp for a weekend here or there in an RV where it's comfy (laughs) or cabin. Yeah. No more tents. I'm too old for tents. (laughs) Yeah. If you're, if you're in Hawaii, what do you picture? We'll just talk about Hawaii since that came up. What, What would you picture doing there? What would be kind of like an ideal week for you and just in your head? I would love to be just on the beach as much as possible in the water, on the beach, I would love to do a luau. I think that would be so cool and see the dancers and then the roasted pig and all of that. I would also love to do a helicopter ride where you can go and see all the beauty. And I'd love to visit some waterfalls and just swim and enjoy just, I mean, it sounds like it would be a really busy vacation, but I'd like it to be a peaceful busy where you're just really enjoying one another's company. I'm also really big on not ha- I mean, having a plan, but also you can sidetrack. So if you're driving to down the road somewhere and you see a farmer's market or a, you know, a stand that's selling blueberries, I saw I'm that type of a person that's like, so if you could have the master plan in Hawaii, but if you just decided, no, we're just going to lay on the beach today, I'm okay with that too. I think that you can very much be in the moment, but also have your play. And I like to stop and discover new things here and there when I can meet new people. People are interesting. So I always love to stop at that little stand and and talk to the people and, and see what their day is about. So I, I would like somebody that was flexible in that kind of respect. How do you handle conflict? So if there's something that comes up and you're in this great relationship, because as you know, with anything that's new, it's exciting, but then things come up, right? And we've talked about this on our episode. It's not good to hold it in, right? You have to be able to talk it through. So I was just curious how how you're going to handle conflict or anything like that. I'm definitely a talker. So if I have conflict, I, I definitely address it as quickly as possible. That is something that I have learned about myself since I've been on my own, finding my voice and realizing that I will want to be in a relationship where it's okay for me to speak up for myself and disagree with something or ask the questions. I'll be able to say, I don't understand that. Or can you tell me more about that? I'm confused. Or that made me feel this. Maybe that's not what you intended. But if I'm in a place where, like you and I had talked about, where my lid is flipped and I'm just so angry or so upset about something, I also feel like I could say, I can't do this right now. But I feel it's very important that you give that person a time when you will be able to. Can I revisit this with you in a half hour? I'm going to go for a walk. Can I talk to you about this tomorrow or whatever the situation is? I think that it tends to leave people feeling very insecure if you don't, if you need to walk away from something, that's, they should respect that. That's a great boundary, but you need to let them know that you'll be back (laughs) to talk about it. And I think that I'm pretty open-minded and would be able to hear both sides. I don't have to win all the time or be right, but I, I do like to be able to understand. 
what's happening. Or if someone hurts my feelings or does something, I like to be able to share that back and have them at least hear me and be able to say, I'm really sorry I didn't mean that. I think that we're all going to do that to one another, not intentionally, but we will hurt one another's feelings and we will do things that are misunderstood or, I mean, we're human and someone's not going to understand everything about us all the time and we may unknowingly do things and so pointing those things out to one another I think is really important but in a loving and supporting and challenging way yeah and I think uh, the reason why I asked this question I asked Pamela too who's the other interview that I did is because I think there's something really I keep saying it but special about having been through already relationships, right? Mm -hmm. With other people and then getting to take those learnings into a new relationship, because that's where it helps to have someone that's done work. You've, you've done the work. So then, you know, when, cause every, something's always going to happen and it's, it's learning how to deal with that. And so I think this is good. Number one, for your future partner, if he's listening to hear how (laughs) you'll handle conflict, but also I think it's good for people listening to hear how you'll handle conflict because maybe they haven't been through a partner and maybe they're struggling with a relationship, whatever it be. I just think it's really important for people to understand that you have to be able to speak your feelings, but in a way that's healthy. (laughs) And if you guys want the full episode with Sally and I go to the do the thing podcast, because that will hopefully be published by the time this is because she goes through a whole thing on it. But I do think it's it's really it's really special. And then the way that you're able to articulate it, it's in a whole nother way, which is great. Yeah, I I think the things that I do with children apply 100% across the board to adults. It really is no different. We're just able to articulate and talk about things at a little bit higher, deeper level than children, maybe. But all those same things apply. You need to have your feelings validated. You need to be able to feel them, but you need to have safety and respect and boundaries when you're doing that. And the other person needs to respect that for you. On that note, what do you think you will bring to a relationship? I'm just wonderful now. (laughs) I mean, I am. (laughs) I believe I am very, I'm very loving. I'm very nurturing. I'm very much, if I'm with you, I am all yours and you are all mine. And I will fight tooth and nail to create a happy, fun relationship. I will protect that. I will nurture and help someone grow. I bring joy. I bring fun. I bring excitement. I just bring a genuine love. I genuinely want someone to love and care for and have that come back to me and help someone grow and and be challenged in the things that they, they need to grow and be challenged in. And equally for me, I guess. What do you look forward to the most with a new relationship? I look forward to being in a relationship that this is what I picture is the day to day. I look forward to being able to come home and tell my person about my day and they tell me about their day. Just being able to share those small little things and having that other person know you enough that they know how much that meant to you or how much that upset you or experience that with you and you can do the same thing with them. I often find myself 
at the end of a, a day, I get in my car and I think, I don't have anybody to talk, tell. And I think, oh, I wish I could call my person. And I could just say, you are not going to believe what happened today. This was so great. Or that someone could look forward to coming home to me and being able to say, you are not going to believe what happened today. This was so great. Or I had a really hard day. Can you just talk me through some of these things? And so being able to have that person that you just know so well inside and out, the person that when the alarm goes off at five o'clock in the morning because you have to work out, nudges you and says, come on, get it up, let's go. And they're doing that with you together. And you're like, okay. And you go and you do it together and you're proud of one another and you're supporting one another. That person that you can sleep in with on Sunday and, and cuddle in bed and then make pancakes together. Somebody that you just get to be yourself with and you get to see them be their self. What's the number one thing right now that's coming alive for you after this conversation today? So here, here's one thing that when I hear what I want, I fear that it's impossible to have. And I don't know where that fear comes from. Well, I do, but I don't know if that's a realistic fear or not. And the other thing that comes up for me is why don't I have that? And I don't know why. I don't know why I haven't met that person yet. Those are the two with two things. Yeah. And, and something too, I've been talking to with Dr. Nancy Dandrade when we did the interview, we talked about having this idea, vision of who this person is, right? But then putting that out into the universe, right? Uh -huh. And then releasing all attachment to that outcome because then the universe is going to do its magic. And as long mm -hmm. as you continue to do the work on yourself and you become the best version of you, then you're going to meet someone at that same level. Whereas right. the people that are sitting at home and maybe just swiping left and right, and that's it, not living yeah. life and being out, then they're meeting yeah. someone at that level. So I think that's just a takeaway in terms of that idea of releasing the attachment to it and just setting it free, if that makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. That does make sense. I think that for myself personally, I guess I can see where I have written down, I have a piece of paper over here on my nightstand that has all of these qualities and things that I want in a partner. And I have given that all to the universe, but I still think I hang on to it. Instead of like you're saying, that's a really good point of being able to then let that go and say, I trust that this will come in the right time, in the right space, in the right place. And then just going on with your life and then not going and trying to do the universe's job, I guess, which is trying to find that person and yourself and manipulating things so that that person comes along. I, I Yeah, I think you do just really have to let it go. You're still open all the time to that but you're just going on with your life and doing your things and trusting that when it's right, that person will be there. Yeah. yeah and something I think I've done that part. I have a surrender episode with her that I'll send you. It's, it's really good. And then wow. the other thing is it's interesting and really cool when you get to see it full picture, we'll have to talk about it 
<laughs> when yeah. it happens. The universe sends you what you need, not what you want always. So that's so interesting yeah. too. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That is true. Yes, not what we think we want, but what we need. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. 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 Okay, so let's talk to your partner out there and tell him how to contact you and what to say when he contacts you. So with Pamela, she or for her, it was, this is the book I want. Tell me what book you read, something like that. Is there something that you'd want your partner when he reaches out to say to you <laughs> and where he can reach out to you if you're comfortable giving out your information or anything? You know, this is going to sound really cheesy, but I would like my partner to reach out to me with one of those super cheesy pickup lines that are out there. <laughs> like, did you fall from the sky because you're an angel or, you know, one of those really cheesy, cheesy pickup lines. Not because I take those seriously, because, but because I think that would say to me, this person has my sense of humor. This person can take a joke and something to laugh about, something different and unique. And the cheesiest pickup line, I think, would be great. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I know that sounds crazy. And then, of course, I would just be, I would be blown away if my partner were to then, after conversation of whatever sort, then say, would you like to go play miniature golf with me sometime? I would just be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want for contact? Information? Yeah, I need to figure this out. But I think for now, email would be great. And or Facebook course, message. Yeah. Either yeah, one. Facebook message. And I have Instagram as well. Yeah, I probably shouldn't give out my phone number. <laughs> yeah so go ahead i'll put it in the show notes too but go ahead and just say your email and your instagram and facebook okay. and then we can okay share that I, sure. uh, my email is sally s-a-l-l-i-e-w-w at yahoo.com and then my facebook is sally connor c-o-n-n-e-r and sally is s-a-l-l-i-e c-o-n-n-e-r and then let me Look at my Instagram really. My Instagram is Sally S A L L I E underscore C O N N E R six six. And I'm on Instagram. None of my profiles are private or anything. So send your craziest you pickup line. <laughs> send your craziest yeah, pickup line. Send me your craziest pickup line. <laughs> I want to laugh. Lord. Yeah. And so, go vin uh, miniature golfing. And miniature golf. And then maybe Hawaii. Love that. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Or miniature golfing in Hawaii. Would be awesome. <laughs> I love that. And then last question. Is there anything I didn't ask you that you wish I did or just anything else that's coming up that you want to share? I don't think so. I mean, you've given me food for thought. I really will be thinking about if there are fears that I'm hanging on to and really being able to put out my manifests and put out my desires and then be able to let that go and surrender and put that trust really in the universe, my higher power, however people want to say it, but putting it out there that I'll, like what you said, I'll get what I need, not necessarily what I want. And yeah, so I have, a, I will be thinking about a lot. So I think that the questions, again, they're really good. 
you can do what you want with them. You can just take it at face value or you can really stop and think about. And of course, we're never done growing. Even if I discover what my fears are, I want to be with someone that will help me work through those. And they're going to have their things too. I mean, at this point in our lives, we're going to come in with a lot of baggage, so to speak. But what do you do with that is the main thing. Do you learn and grow and change or do you let that hold you back? And I would love a partner who does not let that hold them back and that they are equally interested in learning and growing from their experiences. Thank you so much for joining. Yeah, it was fun. Really fun. I love this. It's so special to be able to have this time with you. And yeah, I appreciate you doing this with me. And for the listeners, thanks for joining the Do The Thing Dating Experiment. Yeah, (laughs) I love it.